and you begin to feel yourself dissolve into this yellow goo onto the ground and then reform and then dissolve <laughs> and then reform. So for my scream, can you please, please, please edit a grizzly bear scream? <laughs> please, 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 please. We'll see. He will pay you. Chad, do a scream right now. <laughs> That's beautiful. I love that. Okay. That's good. everyone get the young out and suddenly like a crowd is formed that you're like kind of in the middle of and they're all standing around the ogre and then Tyrrell everyone's looking at him and he says oh no oh god oh no it's happening okay okay everyone I need the militia just like we practice follow your commander boulder we're gonna be heroes today so all this is going on so I'm gonna yell over at is pebble there the kid he's in the crowd yeah Hey, hey, Pebble, I need my stick back. We're going to war. Okay, fetch! And he throws the stick at you. Okay, can I try to catch it? You can roll a d20. There we go. You're going to catch it in midair and do a badass ninja pose. <laughs> it's going to definitely be a low. You're going to be impaled. Yeah. <laughs> it was a four, by the way. He throws it. It goes right over your head. And then all of a sudden, your tiny arms just go... And try to catch it like two seconds after it hit, it had already flew by. Very nice. So you got your stick. It's just nearby on the ground. Hey, everyone, look at this fucking idiot. Yeah, I'm going to pick it up and then do a ninja pose. <laughs> Are there, so there's no, yeah, I guess no like weapons or anything laying around, like even like stuff that they've crafted or anything like that. There's not much like you. There are some sticks on the ground just kind of around that you can tell that they have for various things. And they do have like some makeshift like shovels and stuff nearby that you could go grab. Okay. Yeah, I want to grab a shovel. Absolutely. I know there's sticks, but like, are there like... There's some gardening stuff from the mushroom area. Okay. Anything that's small and pokey, I want to take. Do they have like gardening hose or something? I think you're the only gardening hoe here. <laughs> Chad's hey. character's a bad influence. <laughs> it's just his personality, man. <laughs> Yeah, no, there's, like, the tiny little baby shovels that you use for, like, potting stuff. Sweet. Uh, if, if there's two of them, I would like to take two. Yeah, absolutely. There's a few. They're all made out of, like, stones that are kind of carved into the shapes, so they're not exactly the sharpest in the world. Sweet. So, yeah, we're all just kind of preparing for battle and waiting for him to show up. The larger races, including Boulder, the elderly ogre, you see several gnolls, bugbears... They all grab their weapons and run to the front. Their weapons are like just these makeshift hammers and axes and stuff like that. Where's Ark? Boulder yells. And then Tyrrell replies, he's in no shape to fight. We need more men. You three, please, it's time to be heroes. Help us save our family. I'm kind of just in it for myself, but I'm still going to whack this flint guy with my stick. Is that it? Are, the, are you other two just <laughs> staring at him? <laughs> like... <laughs> I just... Yeah, I'm just going to stare at him like, 
Okay. <laughs> we will fight. All right, steady, steady. And Tyrrell's just kind of saying that in front of the crowd as Boulder and the other big races are holding these stone uh, shields that they've carved out of the cave. And then all of a sudden they see a silver flash fills the room. Ha! That worked perfectly, Flint says as he enters the room. I knew you little bastards would leave me here, he says, holding up a small machine with it pointing towards the three of you. And you feel that ringing in your head again, like the noise that you heard on the wagon. Now, let's get this over with. I still need a few of you alive. I already killed a minotaur today. And now, roll for initiative. You're in like an army, more or less, of these creatures as they're walking up. And then this man stands on the other side of the room, this single guy with this bow. And he's just looking at all of you, kind of announcing that he's entered the room. Remember also, uh, initiative gets a bonus based off your dex modifier. So you just you just add your dexterity modifier? Yeah. Okay. Mine is not 13. It is 15. So I got 7. So 20. Okay. So the way I'm going to do this is I'm just going to count the entire army as a separate character. All right. Let's start with Chad. What's going on? You're at the front of the army. You see this all going on, and you just have this stick. Everyone's starting to rush in. You see, you hear the war chant of Boulder behind you as he does this big ogre. Rawr, and you turn around and you see all like the women and children and the frail and the elderly all being pushed further into the cave through a little corridor past the mushroom farm. Alright, so what are the stats of my stick? Good fucking question. Um, we'll say it's a 1d6. Alright, sounds good. So I'm going to cast Shillelagh on my stick. Okay, describe it. I'm in a very cool ninja pose, and then I'm going to swirl it above my head like an idiot. Magical dark light shrouds the stick, changing it to a magical weapon. And I'm going to just stand there, and I'm going to turn to my friends. I'm going to be like, so I'm two and a half feet tall. Does anyone want to go ahead? We are all very small. So I purposely just wasn't talking because I was like, Chad's just still going. I want to see how much he's just going <laughs> to. All right. So Shillelagh is cast on your on your spear. You got this like lightsaber thing going on. And then it is Chandler. Okay. I want to turn on my like Slayer's Prey and I'm going to focus it on Flint. And what it does is I focus my ire on one foe increasing the harm you inflict on it as a bonus action i designate any creature within 60 feet that i can see and the first time i hit that target each turn with a weapon attack it does an extra 1d6 damage from that weapon so i'm going to focus that on flint how close are they flint's about like 45 feet away oh okay so too far for an attack huh yeah is there anybody close enough or are we all kind of like you were all more or less in a like crowd okay but like as far as the the other army are they close to us at all or is it kind of like what do you mean other army i thought there was like a whole they had a whole no it's just other people oh okay (laughs) oh no i'm sorry i i keep getting fucking confused okay anyway so i'm just gonna do my like standing leap and just kind of like leap at flint and just kind of try and get myself closer and my standing leap is 25 feet all right yeah so you standing leap 25 feet forward and then it's going to be the army's turn which in that you just see this crowd of like these giant creatures moving forward towards flint 
you see some guys like readying their bows that are made out of scavenged like twine or spider silk that they found outside and they're all just readying their weapons aiming on flint and now it is Freeze's turn uh so is anyone up by him right now no he's on the other side all right, I'm going to run up. I'm the closest, and I'm like 15 feet away now. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm going to run up in front of everybody, um, or at least to the front of the group, and then cast Burning Hands. He has to roll a dexterity saving throw. 18. Well, he fucking saves. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but he still, ta- well, he still takes half damage. So he dodges to the side and takes half the blast. Which is five. Five damage. Alright, so now it's Flint's turn. And he's just sitting there standing more or less still, kind of dodging the shots as they come in. And he looks at everyone, and then he readies his bow back and aims and shoots it directly at Boulder, the big ogre that was leading the charge of the army. And it just pierces right through his armor with that silvery energy and comes out the other end, and you just see Boulder fall. Damn. No. Boulder. <laughs> oh no. Well, now it's, uh... Honestly tragic. What is he going to do for his kid now? (laughs) No, that actually, that's very sad. It actually made my heart drop a little bit. I was like, oh, no. (laughs) Yeah, so now it is uh, Chad's turn. Okay, so I'm going to advance sort of in the same direction as a sock. (laughs) 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 Oh, that's going to be my ringtone. (laughs) Suck, suck, suck. Suck, 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 suck. You can suck on... I was going to say suck on this dick, and then I was like, that's not good. That sounds like my character. Sucking on a dick? Bad influence. Yeah, um, I moved, so... So, fuck you. So now it's Chandler's turn. So you just moved up to get closer to him. Yeah. Awesome, so I, now it is Chandler's turn. Wait, uh, Chad, what's your movement speed? How, how far did you get? 30. 30? Okay. Um, oh, wow, you got farther than I did. Wait, what is my movement speed? Well, you did a standing leap last time, so you... Yeah, I know your running leap is faster. Oh, my... If I would have just run, I would have made it 30. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever, yeah. that's fine. Um, I actually want to do another standing leap, and I can go... Or do you want to run? No, this time, I'm only 15 feet away. I can, I can handle the leap, because I want to jump uh, the full height of 15 feet up and then you know come straight down on him and like bring the flat side of the shovel like down onto his head and i'm gonna roll my attack roll which is another critical failure are you kidding me (laughs) so as you fly in the air and land on uh flint he turns around grabs you and then hits you with this strip of that same purple metal that was chained chaining you together to begin with locking down your legs and your arms together, kind of hog-tying you, and then putting you on your back. Well, shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so now it is the army's turn. Yeah, so the army's going to run forward. Uh, one of the big gnolls in it, there's there's two gnolls, one bugbear and one other ogre, and then one of the gnolls are going to try to bring down their makeshift greatsword onto my boy Flint, and they rolled a three, so they're just going to slice right through the air. Flint's going to take an opportunity attack on them. Goddamn. And roll a 19. And he's going to hit him with that. And they're going to take three damage. So Flint's kind of getting overwhelmed now. Like everyone is kind of crowding in on him. And now it is Frizz's turn. How far away is he from me? 
from you, you're back quite a bit. So I think probably about 30 feet. Okay. I'll just use my full movement to get up to him then and stab at his leg. Absolutely. So roll to stab. Roll a d20. <laughs> Let's see. Attack bonus is dex plus proficiency, right? And then damage is just straight dex. What? I have no idea, right? man. To to attack, it's you get a plus whatever modifier you're attacking with and then proficiency, right? And then for your actual damage, you get plus only ability score bonus. I rolled a 16 then. Actually, I think you are at his armor class. Yeah, you're at his armor class. Is that a fail? I have no idea. If if the total of the roll plus modifiers equals or exceeds the target's armor class, then attack hits. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. So go ahead and uh, stab him with your 1d4 right. daggers. And um, because there, there are people right next to him, right? No. God damn it. No. I thought the gnolls were right next to him. They just swung at him. Oh, no. Wait. The gnolls are. Yes. Yeah, sorry. I thought you meant people with him. No, no, no. I just, I just need an ally next to him because then I get sneak attack bonus. You're going to sneak attack on him? How? He can hide behind the gnolls, right? Is that like a is that an ability that you have where you're small enough that you can hide behind other creatures? Uh, you don't need advantage on the attack roll if another enemy of the target is within five feet of it. So as long as somebody's within five feet of him, okay. I can get a sneak attack bonus off. Basically, it's as if he's like just distracted by okay, the other sure. enemy. Go for it. Okay, I just didn't know if the equation did it right, but yeah, so that's sixteen then. Oh, I see. So the D4 did four, and then dash D6s did six. I rolled max hit on all, or max damage on all four, three of those. All right. Yeah, no, so you're able to bring down your makeshift daggers onto him pretty hard. Just stab his little calves. Yeah, you're going to stab at his legs then. <laughs> Just stab him like crazy. All right, you like took out his ankle. He's like falling down, kind of falling to his knees. And now it's his turn. All right, so now he's falling down onto his knees and there's this goblin in front of him and this knoll on the other side. So he's going to pull back his bow and try to take a shot at one of them, one of the knolls nearby, using his silver magic. And he's going to hit it with a 19. So instantly that goes through one of the sides of the knolls and out the other. And then he's going to end his turn because that's the end. Guys, I think we're getting fucked. Uh, so now it's Chad's okay. turn. I'm going to move, you know, close enough now. And I'm going to cast Bark Skin uh, and touch myself. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Um, it makes my um, AC uh, no less than 16. So you just charged into battle, gave yourself wood, and <laughs> increased your armor class? Yeah. <laughs> Incredible. Okay, well now Chad is Woody. <laughs> Chandler, what are you gonna do? Um, is there anything I can do? Like, am I able to try and like struggle out of the restraints at all? Or yeah, you can roll a d twenty, and then add your dice. Okay. okay, it cool. is a fairly high DC chance. No, that's totally fair. Um, <laughs> I am restrained by like magic chains. Uh, let's see, 1d20 plus 2, that is going to be an 11. I'm assuming that it's not enough. No, that is not enough at all. Great, so I so like just wiggle, wriggle around and just, oh, yeah. oh, oh, shit. <laughs> You're drying yourself out on the sand. Yeah, just like, 
Guys, I... Oh, help, help. Alright, so it's the army's turn, and as you guys look up, you see Tyrrell, who's just been, like, hiding on kind of the outskirts behind a rock. The centaur guy, kind of peering over, and he's seeing you guys get your ass kicked. And then he's kind of turning around and walking out with, like, the rest of the village. Wait, he's just leaving us? Damn. What a dick. I'll skin you alive. Tyrrell, Tyrrell, <laughs> Tyrrell, please, why? Oh, the voice. All right, yeah, but then an ogre's gonna swing his makeshift axe at Flint, and he's not going to hit him. So now it is Frizz's turn. So there's like chains holding Chandler, even though they they like have like uh, magic or something. But it's basically looks like chains, right? Yeah, they were purple chains. Can I try to like stab at the chain links? You can. Yeah. All right, I'll try to do that. I didn't add. I don't know if I had Dex to that, but so it's plus three. So no, they need that strength. Um, or, I mean, to hit it, you can hit it, yeah. I just assumed you would already hit it. Okay, yeah, that would actually... I mean, it's not going to try to dodge you. Yeah, I mean, I, I hit it in that case with 14. Uh, for damage, that's 1d4. Loaded dice, roll to 4. Alright, so you you hit the chain and it does not break. Sorry, wow. buddy, you're screwed. <laughs> you just kind of bounce off of it a bit and so your hand starts to vibrate and suck. You're just kind of... The chain's vibrating you as well. It just made you very uncomfortable. Yeah. Oh, I don't like that. I, I need water. Thirsty hell over here. My guy's thirsty. All right, so now it's Flint's turn, and he suddenly steps back and goes, "All right, enough!" And then he pulls his bow, and shoots off an arrow, and shoots off another arrow, and then takes out the other two big guys, and now it's just the small boys. So basically, the whole rest of our army is gone and it's just the three of us or to be fair your army was not very big but yes. right yeah but like everyone's gone okay yes because Tyrrell left you boulder died the knoll died the yeah. ogre died mm-hmm. and then the other knoll good so noticing that he has just taken out everyone um i finally gotten into battle I'm I'm a woody mess with a magical. <laughs> Chad hasn't even tried to attack him yet. <laughs> with, I'm a, I'm covered in wood. Um, I have a magical staff ready to go, and I just saw him destroy everyone. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do? God. So I'm just gonna run. <laughs> oh no! Leave us! Scree, scree! I'm, I'm going to kill you, scree! Okay, so <laughs> just, I'm actually okay. I start to run away, but he says that, so I'm gonna turn back and run over to him. How far away is he? I mean, well, you is just wasted far? your turn running back and forth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just ran in one direction, stopped and turned around and ran in the other direction. <laughs> oh boy. All right, uh, Chandler, it's your turn if you want to try to wiggle out. Yeah, I guess I'll I'll roll for Dex again. Oh, that is a natural twenty, so twenty-two for Dexterity. Ooh. Hell yeah! So you're you're able to secrete a little bit of moisture coming out of your skin. Hell yeah! What the little bit of water that you had left. And you're able to just kind of create a slime on your body. I like that. That'll let you slip out of the shackles holding you down. And now it is Frizz's turn. Great. So I'm going to go back to stabbing him. <laughs> is, uh, 
Is he within range also? Yeah, he's like next to him. Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and attack him. So if you didn't get up, I wouldn't have gotten sneak attack. Right, yeah. Okay, so attack. Didn't even hit him anyways. <laughs> Roll to 12. All right. So now it's Flint's turn. And he's just looking at you guys. And then he goes, all right, you little shits. Listen, this is the end for it for you guys. All right, you're coming with me. No. All right, that's the end of that. That's that's the end of the session. <laughs> oh, that's it? No. Oh, oh, I was like, Answer what? Answer him. He's talking. Okay. Um, your, your mom. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. Unless we're going back, unless we're going back to the wagon. It was a nice wagon. The wagon. That's what you want. Yeah, the wagon. It was homey. Yeah, we'll go back to the wagon. Well, aside from what we want, what do you want? What do I want? I don't... Listen, you guys, we're just coming with me. No more death, no more bloodshed. Did you see... But look at all the guys who just ran away. Go chase them. Them? I'm, they're not my mission. You guys are my mission. I'm two feet, 11 inches tall. And that's what makes you perfect. How about you let us go and we don't kill you? Absolutely not. And then he's going to roll a 1d20 to try to throw out three more of those little uh, things that trapped Chandler and restrained him. And he's able to throw off two of them. It's going to be Chad and Victor who are restrained. Oh, kinky. So Frizz and Scree are locked up. Okay, so I'm going to use um, my Grovel, Cower, and Beg, which will give advantage wow, that's to amazing. Victor. <laughs> advantage to what on me? Just your attacks. Okay. Oh, wait, but I'm the only free so one. I'm... Oh, you're the free one. I thought Victor yes. was the free one. No, I'm okay. too. <laughs> well, every every ally within 10 feet is got, gets an advantage. So if you get out, you can attack. So um, so please, please, Mr. Listen, um, I can't remember very much, but I think your mom was a nice lady. Uh Please, don't, just let us go, you know? I just want to frolic. I'm just a little guy. Uh, so I'm going to, like, grab the shovel off the ground and just, like, leap straight up at him and, like, spin around and try and smack him with the shovel. Absolutely. So you're going to smack him right in the chest. Are you going for chest or head? Like, what, what, what were you uh, You should have gone for the head. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, I'm going to go for right for his face. Okay, you're still only going to do six damage, but that yeah, just no, determines that's how cool it looks. Yeah, exactly. All right, so yeah, you jump up, spin around, smack him in the face with the shovel, and he staggers back. Ha! I distracted you. I don't care about you, Mom, loser. Oh, jeez. So then now it is Frizz's turn. Yeah, I'm just going to try and break out of cups. All right, yeah. Well, that was bad. Okay, yeah, you, uh... Did you put minus one on that? Yeah, because my strength's negative one. Even if it's not, oh, though, I rolled okay. a four, yeah. so... Well, if you're wiggling or breaking, it's different. Okay. I wiggle and I guess seven. <laughs> okay, so... You just kind of wiggle a bit. That's about it. It's still pretty strong on there. So now it's Flint's turn. And he just stares at the frog. <laughs> and then he says, I've had enough of you guys and throws one of those uh, magnetic things at you as well. 
The last thing that you see is darkness as it begins to shroud around you guys' vision. The only thing that you can think is your, in your head is the terrified Tyrol hiding behind a rock and getting up and running further into the cave, leaving you guys behind. That scene just keeps replaying until suddenly, zap! Ah, there you are! A robed, bearded elf man says, poking soot with his staff from outside of his cage. Yes, yes, these will do fine, Flint. I wish they were less damaged, but I know your ways. Hey, I need to have my fun too. What's life without fun, huh? Don't remind me, you sound just like your father used to. Oh yeah, talk about my dad, make me feel weird. And they're just going back and forth. You guys are waking up and you're each in individual cages in a dark like laboratory, it looks like. You see runes carved into the ground and massive bookcases lining the walls. Can I, I guess I'll roll perception and just kind of see like where we are, try and gather as much information as I can. Yeah, absolutely. Roll a d20. Uh, so that's 11. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Plus perception plus four. So that's 15. So yeah, you see that you're in like a dark kind of laboratory. You see some vials and chemicals lining the workstations, a bunch of notes written down. You see a symbol that looks like an A and an A connected on there. And you see you're in there with Flint, who's at the top of the staircase walking out, talking down to this man wearing robes, this elven man wearing robes who's like older with a big gray, like slicked back hair. Would we recognize the logo? No, you're monsters. Fair enough. Can I try to, um, I guess, uh, investigate the cage? See, what kind of cage is it? Just like, is it metal bars? Yeah. So it is, I, you don't have to roll perception to see if it's metal bars. And yeah, they are like metal bars, but you can see there's kind of runes and carved into the bars. Is there like um, like a key slot or is it? No, it's completely sealed around you, it looks like. Can I roll like an arcana check? You can. That's seven minus one, six. It's some metal bars. Yeah, I don't know. I know nothing about magic. Metal bars. Did they leave the room or did they just start like, one of them was hanging towards the door, you said, right? Yeah, so they're just talking to each other. And then you hear the monarch. I wanted to give you guys time to do something first. And then you hear the monarch say, You can leave now, Flint. The Undying help each other. These will do nicely. Yeah, Undying, great. Yeah, have fun, monarch. Flint says, climbing the stairs out of the dark laboratory. So now Flint's gone, and the elf guy is staring in, looking at you guys. And he says, Now you all are very interesting. I hope he didn't hurt you too much. He's a good kid. I hope you know you're all gonna make history with me. That guy's some Norman Bates guy. Yeah. Do you have any spiders? I'm really hungry. Spiders? Oh, yes! Yes, absolutely! And he reaches into his pocket and pulls out, like, a big live spider and just kind of throws it at you. Uh, so I'm gonna eat it. Just, just crunch a munch on it. You gotta make the noise that you're eating it. <laughs> See, guys, this is much better than mushrooms. Probably. <laughs> hey, you never ate the mushroom. <laughs> 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 no, I still have it inside. All right, well, is it in my tunic? I'm going to look at my tunic. And yeah, see you it. still see the mushrooms in there. Yes. Okay, just close that back up. They don't need to know that. Um, I just want to ask the guy, like, why? Why are we here? Oh, no, what's wrong with you, you strange creature? We're going to make history today. That's what we're going to do. He probably needs water. Water. Oh, water. Water. Oh, absolutely. And he waves his hand, and then, like, a little rain cloud appears above you and rains water down onto you. 
Oh. Don't do that. <laughs> oh no. Hey, don't. Oh, That's wow. nice water. <laughs> Oh my I god. I was waiting to fucking do <laughs> Jesus that. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm just gonna like break off a part of the mushroom and just slowly eat it while watching this. Alright, so like it's a little bit earthy and kind of like a little bit sour and bitter, but you're, you're feeling very full from eating it. It's a good mushroom. Perhaps a demonstration. Look at the lab table. The wizard man in front of you says, motioning to his lab table. And then all of a sudden the lights flick on and you can see what's on the lab table. And you see a familiar face. A large half-cow, half-human creature. And you see Barry the Minotaur dead on the lab table. Wait a minute, I swear I know that guy. Oh, were you guys close? No. I swear I didn't know. I have no idea who that guy is, really, honestly. (laughs) We just met. Okay, well... (laughs) Excuse me, men, bring her in. And suddenly a door opens from a dark corner in the room. These two guards that look to be kind of like mages wearing armor are both holding on to one arm of a girl as she's screaming and being brought in wearing what looks to be some kind of uniform. And she's screaming, Ah! (laughs) Let go of me, please. Let me out. Now, now, Miss Roos, it'll be quick. No! And suddenly the headmaster monarch raises his hands and a gray ooze materializes from the ground, restraining the woman. Now, the ritual! You watch as a horrified young woman is the subject of a terrifying spell. You see as an orange gemstone forms in midair around her and then is forced into her shoulder. She screams. But you see, that's empty. That's the special part where you guys will come in handy. <laughs> But for now, we'll use your friend here. And then the monarch waves his hand. Our friend? Yeah. Uh, friend? Yeah, y- yeah, your friend on the lab table. We just did this. Were you not paying any attention? I think he was a friend. I don't remember him. What was his name? Billy? Jilly? Berenstein, for sure. That was it. Berenstein, actually. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> the monarch waves his hand. And suddenly Barry's body begins to shake. He twitches and moans and is returned to a certain type of life. He lets out a horrifying moan. Ah! And then lunges at the woman. Her restraints disappear as the guards let her go. And she she automatically reacts with a spell towards the Minotaur, incinerating him instantly as his body falls to the ground. And then suddenly a small orb of energy is formed on his body and then pulled into the orange crystal which is in her shoulder. She falls to the ground. She begins to melt into a pale orange goo and then reform into herself. Back into the goo, then reform into Barry, and then reform into herself. Damn it! I thought that was the one. It's close, but not quite right. Maybe a minotaur was too much. So I'm just going to start clapping. Ah, yes, thank you for the applause. You got to clap, by the way. You did a good job there, buddy. That was brilliant, really awesome. A- anyway, anyway, we'll try again later. Chain her up. I know my guards caught three more in the sewers. Perfect. Until then, enjoy your cages, my monsters. Ha ha ha. The monarch laughs as he waves his hand towards you and leaves the room. Is it monarch some kind of butterfly, guys? See a butterfly? He doesn't look like any oh. butterfly I've ever seen. I think his wings are just that robe thing. Oh, that's gross. Yeah, almost as gross as you. <laughs> it's 
suddenly you begin to feel dazed and immobile. Your movement gets sluggish as you just like trail on and on about butterflies. Your vision starts to get distorted and the next few hours are just a blur. You're kind of in and out of it. Guards come in and they chain up the the Barry Stein creature. And then later you see the doors above open and three people walk through. An elf, a halfling, and a large scaly beast. It's all a blur. You, you see fighting. You see the Barry Stein golem creature begin to glow and gain strength. And then there was a fire. And you jolt back to real life. Your cage is smashed as fire engulfs the flame around you. The three people from earlier and a small human girl, you see they're escaping through a sewer tunnel, and you recognize the large one. The big scaly man, he was with the guards who sold you. Wait a minute, that's the bear. So that's going on. You guys are just coming back to it, and you're all kind of near each other. Your cages are broken, all except for Screes, who is not broken yet. Your cage is still locked in. Are there any objects, like sharp objects around? Yeah, like you can... 100% find like a pole on the ground or something like the building is kind of collapsing in on you okay you said so yeah you find a pole on the ground yeah there's a pole there's some bricks I'm gonna take the bricks and start slamming them against the the cage he's uh... all right absolutely uh roll a d20 that's 17 hell yeah so as you're hitting it and hitting it you see the lights that are inside or the glow that's inside the engravings on the cage they start to grow dim and dim and dim until they fade out and you start to bend the metal bars as you're hitting them and moving it to where now there's a hole big enough for scree to crawl out of i feel like while i'm doing i'm just re i really appreciate it guys just know that i would never (laughs) ever do the same for you okay so you guys are all out as you were helping scree out of his cage you see the tunnel that the uh, the three people in the small human woman uh, disappeared into. We should probably follow. Oh, oh, okay. I guess I'll grab... You said there's a pole. I'm just going to grab that for something. Absolutely. What about Bernie? Is Bernie okay? Bernie? Barry. It, Barry? Oh. <laughs> I think Barry's gone. <laughs> I think Barry's gone, and I think we should move. I think he's fine. He's probably just in another room. You're probably right. So there's a lot of smoke in the room. It's kind of hard to see everything. And yeah, I'm gonna jump down the hole. Yeah, I'm gonna start going down down the hallway or the hole. All right, so it's very wet in this hole, like this tunnel that you're going into. Hell yeah. You see footsteps on the ground. There's like four of them, or four sets of them, all different sizes. Some heavier than others, you can tell. And they're all walking towards the way out, is what you assume. Behind you, you start to hear yelling and chaos as people are discovering the fire and the destruction that's going on down there. But yeah, so are you going to keep following the footsteps? Yeah. 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 And as we're going, I'll, um, I'll offer Sook or Sook. No, Sook. Sook. Like, look. Sook. I, I wrote it down like that so I would know, and I still said it wrong. I'll offer him some of my mushroom. Yeah, I'll I'll take some. Thank you, friend. You know, Sock, this cave seems, I mean, really familiar, doesn't it? Kind of reminds me a lot of your mom. Oh. oh. <laughs> I hate this character. Uh, thank, thank you. All right, so as you guys are walking through the tunnel, you eventually make it out, and you can see it's kind of turning dusk. You're going to guess the group in front of you got out quite a bit sooner just because they were bigger and able to navigate the tunnels easier. You stumble upon a campfire following their footsteps out, and you see a small group, four people in total, camped out around a campfire, all huddled together. The human girl all of a sudden starts to stare at Sook, 
staring at you through the woods. And then suddenly she yells and notices you. So roll initiative. What? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I'm I'm paraphrasing several minutes. <laughs> no, no, I, I know. I mean, like, like my character's like, but we just got out of there. Uh, I got a thirteen. Okay. So at this point in the story, you are stumbling upon your past yeah. party from the last session. That's no, what's going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to give you the option for which character you want to play as in this encounter. Oh. Really? Okay. Um I think I I think I want to switch back to Oz. I think I want to go back to uh like our other like our main characters. Is that what you guys want to do? Please. I'm so sick of these tiny characters. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> okay, but I gotta do the voice one more time. Yeah, absolutely. It was actually a little bit of a hard decision because I kind of liked the little booger. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. But yeah, no, I definitely try. I was yeah. I, was... <laughs> I don't like the looks of these guys, wait, wait. but their their moms are probably uglier though. We can take them. Okay, that's the one you are. Okay, <laughs> that cleared it up right there. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> it's like an out of body experience, and then we. Go back to our All right. Room, so gotta pull, I gotta pull up the other character though. Here we go. It feels like I know these little guys. I know. I feel so close to Scree, which is unfortunate. <laughs> oh, I meant like, oh, <laughs> unfortunately, we're gonna have to put him down. No, he's just kind of gross, honestly. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I hate Scree. I hate Scree so goddamn much. Yeah, Scree's, Scree's disgusting. Scree's the worst. Scree listens to corn and drinks monster energy drinks. He, he absolutely does. Scree is a he, Kyle. Yeah. It's exactly 100%. what Scree is. Channeled my inner Kyle for that character. It's pretty great. All right, so we can just talk. Talk in character. So, like I was saying, um, sometimes when you're a bear, your claws get a little too sharp. And you have to kind of scratch them down on... What the fuck are they? Are those monsters? No, it's just me. Ah! There's a frog-like guy! I've never even seen a frog guy! What's a frog? <laughs> <laughs> that That's that's Gabriella. Or Gra Gabrielle from the last yeah, campaign that you saved right at the end. Yeah. And she's looking up and going... Can you stop talking? Can you stop? I'm trying to talk about my claws. I Shush. I hate monsters. What the fuck are they? Yeah, so you're looking at these things. They're like they're looking aggressive. They they are some nasty looking monsters. Uh, I'll I'm gonna like draw my short swords. That little one looks like a Kyle. <laughs> 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 Alright, so now we're we're gonna re-roll initiative just Okay. Yeah. So Twelve plus two 14. Uh, I got 18 plus 2, so 20. And I got 15. Alright, so it's gonna go Oz, Sook, I'm having to remember everyone's names, and then Rogar. Okay, it's gonna go Chandler, Monster Chandler, Chad, Victor, Monster Chad, Monster Victor. Alright, so you guys are just sitting there having a chat in the middle of the night when you see these three tiny creatures on the forest edge looking in at you. And you can see they're looking mad and angry towards your dragonborn companion, Rogar. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I've got my short swords out. I rolled a three for my attack roll. So I'm gonna I'm gonna like run at the kobold and try to attack it, but I'm going to fail. Absolutely. So you run at the kobold and slice. It lets out like a screech in a language that you don't understand, but they're all they all seem to be speaking through each other. 
the kobold looks to the goblin and just goes and dodges away in the other direction and then you hear something that's like as they dodge away and then it is going to be the grung's turn which is going to do a standing leap towards Oz and is going to try to hit it with the pole that it salvaged in the wreckage. Oh, I didn't take a pole. Okay, well, then it's just going to try to punch it in the face with its poisonous skin then. Fair enough. 14, that misses, right? Uh, Yes, my armor class. Oh, nope, that fucking hits. My armor class is 12. Your armor class is terrible. I know. Is he naked? <laughs> So, yeah, that hits. Uh, my armor class is 12. So we're going to say he does 1d4 damage. All right, so now it is Rogar's turn. <sighs> Why does everybody hate bears? All right. I am going to um, whip out my quarterstaff and cast... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not where I thought I was going. <laughs> Let me to whip out my quarterstaff. And cast Shillelagh on my quarterstaff. Okay, describe what you're doing. So I was rather annoyed that everyone had to stop talking about my claws to get into this battle. So I lazily stand up and grab my quarterstaff off the ground next to me that I had just sitting on the little seat. And I swing it forward and it lights up with a glowing electric energy. Hell yeah. All right. So now it is Jatir's turn. I don't want to attack these little guys, I think. No, I'm just going to attack them. All right, I'm going to run up to them and slice that with my rapier. Which one? Whichever one's closest. I mean, they're all three kind of in a group. Now the Grung is over by or over by Oz, but Oz is also by the Kobold. I'll run over and help Oz then and attack the Grung. Okay. That's an eight. <laughs> yep, so you whiff real hard. Yeah. You just swing and miss. It's pretty dark. It's hard to see. These creatures have night vision. All right, so now it is the kobold's turn, who is going to turn to Oz, who just ran up and attacked him, and he's going to run away and turn around and run away from the fight. He's not going to get far. Yeah. yeah, you better run. Hell yeah. Now he's intimidated. Terrified. All right, so now it is the goblin's turn, and he is going to run up to Jatir, and then roll and try to stab you with his two, or with his uh, brick that he had. He's gonna try to smack you with his brick, <laughs> stab you with his brick. Fucking just hits you, doesn't do anything. Very light. You feel a little bit of pressure from this tiny goblin. Uh, guys, I, I, I just kind of feel bad for these little guys. They're monsters. I hate them. I'm going to kill them. Was that a, was that a gun cocking? She's <laughs> <laughs> gonna kill him. Don't come to... Arcane Academy School tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Um, but yeah, it is Oz's turn again. Kobold's running away from you. You got a grung to your left. And then there's the... Um... The goblins attacking Jatir, which is like a little bit further away. Okay, I'll just spin back around and try and try and swing at the kobold again. Kobold's running away. Oh, I'm sorry, the grung. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, that's a 10. So yeah, that hits. Uh, you hit the stupid frog. Yeah, so I'm gonna the pathetic creature, the little the little idiot. Yeah, you bring down. What kind of weapon do you have? Uh, I have short swords. All right, yeah. So you bring down one of your short swords onto the side of the grung. Okay, so yeah, so that's gonna be uh, five. Hell yeah! All right, so you deal five damage to him. All right, and now it is the grung's turn, and he's gonna look at you now, bleeding out of his side from that. 
and he's gonna do a standing jump to try to jump back and get where is uh rogar um i'm over by the sitting spot still i just got shillelagh going oh yeah he's gonna jump back to rogar so now it is rogar's turn all right well this guy just hippity hopped on over to me and i'm rather annoyed so i'm gonna swing at him with my short short staff or quarter staff oh baby 21 absolutely you fucking hit this with a 1d8 Okay. Okay. Uh, all right. So I'm just like, I'm so terribly annoyed at this guy for hippity hopping on over. I'm just like, I want to go to sleep. And I just smack him in the face. Jesus Christ. Yeah, no, you carve in half of his skull. Oh you God. see like he's bleeding out of his eyes now as he's crawling away, getting away from you just trying to hop a tiny bit and he does end up hopping slightly over as reaction getting a little bit away from you like out of your immediate range so now it is jetir's turn um were there any other ones near us the kobold was running away the goblins attacking you right now and the grung just got its face carved in <laughs> got it uh yeah i'm gonna go ahead and, and <laughs> attack little goblin so it's 18 yep that definitely hits and is um CJ next to me is pause. Yes. That's the weapon damage and then also sneak attack. The sneak attack stuff kind of bullshit. <laughs> it's 12. And which one were you? You were attacking the goblin, right? Yeah. Okay. So describe what you did. I'm going to... I don't really want to kill a guy. I'm just going to stab at his arm. Okay, so you did 12 damage, so you did more than stab at his arm. <laughs> you cut that arm off. <laughs> you cut that arm off. And it fell to the ground. And now the goblin's looking down and reaching for where his arm was. And letting out just like an, a slightly kind of undercommon. Like you can't fully understand it, but you kind of get some words. Like it's, oh God. Like just a bunch of weird noises. <laughs> where you think you hear something in there. Like, I feel bad for him now, guys. <laughs> and he's kind of screaming a little bit like, he's just a baby. But yeah, so now it's the kobold's turn. And he's going to turn around and see all the fighting that's going on. And he's going to cast Bark Skin. So he's going to encase his body in that bark wood woodiness. And then it is the Goblin's turn, who I'm going to say is incapacitated for right now. After having his arm taken off. He's going to need a turn to recover on that. <laughs> and now it is Ozzy's turn. Okay. The Kobold, though, has like run pretty far away at this point. He's just like hardened himself and he's just off in the distance uh, yeah he is like semi close to you like you can walk up to him but he is a little right. bit to your left you can walk up to him and attack is what i'm saying okay i think i just want to turn back to the the grung which leapt away from rogar so he should be fairly close to me again right yeah right yeah yeah i'm gonna like just kind of step over and try and bring my short sword down onto him and that is an 18, so that's going to hit. So that definitely hits. Yeah. Uh, and that's six damage. All right, so describe what you did. This is your killing blow. Yeah, I'm like, I see him kind of crawling away from Rogar, and I just want to take the one short sword, like, you know, pointed down towards the ground in my hand, and just lift it up and just bring it straight down on top of him. All right, yeah, so as you bring it down on top of him, you, all of a sudden you feel like, the gym that was embedded into you in the last session it starts you start to feel pain a burn going on there and you see as the life drains from the grung in front of you as 
a ball of pure energy forms from his body and then gets sucked into that gem that was embedded into your skin and you fall to the ground. You start to feel yourself kind of melt away a little bit into like this ooziness that is correspondent to your gem color. So I think yours was red. Yeah, so you're melting into this dark red goo on the ground and reforming and getting your shape back. It's insanely painful. You gotta give me a scream. Oh, this, what the hell? This is the worst. What, 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 what was that thing? How's that? Pretty good. So you're saying that like as you're melting and reforming on the ground and now it is Rogar's turn. How do you react to that? So I'm going to stare blankly and at what's happening and then just run over and like scoop him up. Scooping up Oz. <laughs> Scooping up Oz's ooze. Friend, Holding I... your baby boy. Yeah. <laughs> Friend. Are you okay? I noticed you're screaming. I, I don't think uh, I'm okay. I really don't. You're melting in his hands and then reforming real quick into a like right back into it. You're seeing him. He's starting to get like big eyes in weird shapes. Uh, hey, uh, friend. Uh, can you, <laughs> could you, uh, uh, can you help? I don't know what's going on. He's very gooey. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I'll come over and inspect him, but I don't have any way of making him stay in form. I don't know what's going on with him. All right, guys, combat's still going on, by the way. Yeah, I know. So noticing the kobold still over there, I'm just going to hurl a rock at him. You're going to hurl a rock at him? Yeah. Okay, roll a d20. There's a six. So uh, can I add a quick um, action to that where I just let Oz go and stand up and like just stare him down? Yeah, so you throw a rock in his general direction, and it lands nearby. And all of a sudden, you see the kobold reacting to the death of his frog friend. And he starts to get a little bit angry. Like, you can see him shouting in, like, his little... But yeah, now it's Shatir's turn. Yeah, gonna just charge at the little goblin, just try and take him out. Yeah, sure. 21. 21. All right, what's the damage? It's gonna be 11 damage. All right, so describe what you're doing, because that's your killing blow. I'm just going to look at him and go, I'm sorry, little one, and just stab him through the chest. That's the most dramatic thing I've ever seen. <laughs> and I, I'm just going to put my hand behind him and just lay him down and pull my, my rapier out. So as you're staring into his eyes and you're seeing the life force fade from him, all of a sudden you start to feel a burning where that gem was implanted in you in the last session. And you see his body turn into like this ball of just magic arcane energy and fly into that gem that was once empty is now filled. It's incredibly painful. And you start to dissolve into this goo that is the same color as the gem, which was green, I believe. Yeah, green. So you start to dissolve into this dark green glue and or goo and melt on the ground, reforming. Extremely painful. Give me a scream. <laughs> As I, I go down, and I come back up, and I'm like, Ah, fuck, Rogar! What's going on? I don't know, friend, but I will make them pay. <laughs> and just gonna keep screaming. <laughs> I'm just going back into goop. All right, so now it's the kobold's turn, and he's seeing both of his friends dead now, is feeling something inside of him, some kind of courage that he didn't know was there. That he's been repressing all these years with his foul language and foul behavior. Damn. <laughs> he's being the hero that he always knew he could be. <laughs> and he's rushing towards this giant dragon creature. And he's going to try to hit you with his stick. And he's going to miss horribly. 
I rolled a two. So he's just going to whiff, absolutely, and just hit nice. the ground in front of you. Nice. <laughs> I see that. And now it's your turn, because the other two are incapacitated. Nice. I'm going to smash him with ice knife. <laughs> oh. Yeah, now that was a nat 20. Oh, my man. <laughs> so describe what happens. Like, I don't know what ice knife is. Um, you basically just form, like, an icicle. It's basically an icicle. So I still roll for damage, yeah? Yep. But you can double it, because you got a 20. Like, you roll, and then you times the bite. So 12. So it does 12 damage, and then it explodes and does 2d6. All right, so the little lizard creature in front of you, you stab him with an icicle knife, and then he just explodes into a bloody mess of wood, bark, ice, blood, scales, just bleh, right in front of you. That, that was for my friends. And then you feel the gem that was implanted in you start to give off a strong throbbing pain just a and then you see the kobold in front of you start to dissolve into this like arcanic energy and then just house itself in your gym letting out a yellow like light and you begin to feel yourself dissolve into this yellow goo onto the ground and then reform, and then dissolve, <laughs> and then reform. So for my scream, can you please, please, please edit a grizzly bear scream over please. it? Please, 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 please. <laughs> we'll see. He will pay you. Chad, do a scream right now. <laughs> oh! That's beautiful. I love that. Okay. That's good. So all three of you are on the ground going through this. And Chandler, you feel your eyes getting bigger, your legs getting a little bit skinnier. Your arms kind of getting a little bit stranger, and you just feel really dry. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> but yeah, your body starts to transform, and as you're reforming and, and dissolving, then reforming, then dissolving, you feel like you're changing into something different. Time passes, and by the time you wake up, each of you find yourself in a new body. All right, so yeah, I'm just going to start patting down my body then. All right, you're significantly shorter. You see you kind of have like a greenish brown skin. Your ears feel bigger, pointy still. Oh, oh well, what the fuck? I I look around to see where I am. So you're still in the same field. You're looking around, you see the grown creature, it looks like, passed out in the ground, but in your friend Oz's clothes. Oz? What? Why am I so dry? I I don't think I've ever been more thirsty in my life. Oh my god, am I dead? I think I'm dead. I'm gonna get up and run over to him and try and help him up. I'll, I'll say you get, get up, get up. No, go ahead and grab your arm and pull you up. I nope, I'm dead. This is hell. I'm dead. <laughs> I'm so thirsty and I'm dead and I'm in hell. <laughs> Sorry, Paul. We'll try, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you guys see in a mound of big clothes, just this little tiny bulge sticking out of it where Rogar used to be. R Rogar, Rogar, and we'll run over to him. And I just kind of flop dryly on the ground. <laughs> 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 yeah, you see a little dust cloud. <laughs> so he's running over to you, Rogar, who feels significantly small. Oh, he's a little guy. Am I? So tiny. I'm a little bear? This is... Whoa. What happened? 
guys. And you're just in this insanely terrifying, like, giant tent. I can't see. Have I gone blind? Unless I go over to him, I'll just, like, lift the shirt up. Ah! <laughs> oh, I killed... You're dead. What? You were dead. You were dead. <laughs> it, it's me, Jatir. No. You're that little thing that I was annoyed by and I smacked in the face. Well, I, I may look like that, but it is me. And as you guys are talking, you see Gabrielle, who's been hiding behind a uh, tree area, like in the bushes over by your camp, just witnessing this whole thing. She walks out and then walks over to you guys and goes, oh no, oh no. And walks over to Oz laying on the ground. She sees on all of your shoulders, you still have that gem there. And she goes over and taps it and then goes, oh no, it's full. And then that's the end of this session. You're full of shit. G-dang. I gotta applaud that. That was yeah. pretty fantastic. Yeah, that was pretty good. Hey, adventurers. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed it, go ahead and follow, subscribe, follow us on Twitter, follow us on Reddit, follow us on YouTube, look for our smoke signals in the sky, reaffirm our beliefs, tell us we're cool, all that stuff. And if you want to listen to more, there'll be new episodes every other Friday. And we'll see you next time in Other Worlds.